0: Hello and welcome to the Green Machine Live. I'm David, your host, and as always joined by Nick and Martin. And this is your interactive weekly podcast show. Isn't that right, gents?
1: Yes, yeah. Because <laughs> yes, we, we, cause, cause we like to,
0: coming from them there. We like we like to give
1: the people what they want, David, and that's abusing. And that's you. why you're back. That's why it? I'm back. Abusing yeah. us. How many of say... me do
0: you see now, Nick? Are we are we down to two? Are we? Nick was in Amsterdam last week, getting ballooned off his face while we were here um basically holding the fort martin weren't we you and i
2: yeah it's Hold quite nice though, that nick nick did tell us were complimented us on our last week's show which he listened to in the bath and it's apartment. Yes. yeah it's put a worrying image in my mind to be honest
1: uh, you love it but look lads look lads you you deserve you deserve the opportunity last week i think. We
0: deserve it <laughs> we deserve it and you folks lovely folks out there deserve us too um, as always, this is an interactive live show, so we want to hear your comments. Get involved, have your say, say what you want. I don't care. Just don't get us sued or taken off the air. That's Again. what I'll do. Um, that's what I'm for, not you. Uh, and uh, as always, uh, lads, a big sponsor of ours. Don't use ghostgate.com. <laughs> they are thieving bastards. Yes, they are. If you're booking any trip, any trip anywhere, do not use ghostgate.com. Trust me, they're thieving bastards. Dummy has 300 quid. Anyway, let us get into it. We have a lovely, lovely show for you here tonight. Cue dance music. So we have our boys in green. We've got latest news. We have social media watch. And we have this week back in the day. Any? Now, I was going to ask you if you have any idea what it is. Because I wanted to keep it as a surprise. But I actually told you, didn't I? So never mind. Let's just go into into our boys in green. I'm so professional, lads. Love that picture. Right. So this is our boys in green. So we're going to have a look at how our lads got on. Uh, Now, we're not going to bore you with lists um, because, you know, if you want the full list of how our guys got on, you can either read that very, very quickly or you can go onto the Facebook page. Nick, have you put it on the Green
1: Machine Facebook page yet? I will as soon as we get off. There you go. As soon as we it get is, off. It is
0: available on the Lansdowne Road Facebook page, and I'm sure Nick will, when he gets around to it, he will put it on there. We have the squad, uh, those who should have be in the squad but weren't because of injury. The last squad, by the way, the original squad uh, that Stephen Kenny picked, and then players who pretty much been brought out to the glue factory. You know... <laughs> Nick's favourite there. There's a couple of favourites there, you know. Yeah, you know there um, is, sadly, Robbie yeah. Brady, eh? Yeah. Kind of play Robbie again, Brady, did, Yeah, Clark.
1: James McCarthy. All my favourites. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're all going to the glue factory.
0: Do you remember you, you and I have a little power well going on about, oh, Robbie, Robbie Brady's going to play for Ireland again because he's back playing yeah. for Bournemouth. And I said, no, he can't even play for Bournemouth. Never mind, Ireland. No, but, but anyway. No, no um, I hope. So we, we have uh, broken it down into three sections and those of a certain age will know exactly what it is. So here's the first section and we're going to talk about the good. <laughs> those of you will know exactly, exactly where that's from. Um, right, lads. So we're going to talk about the good uh, things that our boys and green and girls and actually girls and green in this particular case got up to. So we want to start off the good section for our Irish players and congratulate the Liverpool women's team who were crowned. They actually won it a few weeks ago, didn't they? But they were actually, they lifted the trophy for the women's championship and plenty of Irish women there. Nick, you brought this to my attention um this
1: morning. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah, so... Liverpool ladies, I mean, a couple of the, the girls, Megan Campbell and, um, and Leanne Kiernan, so they would have dropped down a division. Kiernan was playing for West Ham, was she? And Campbell was with City. She had a really bad injury there, but they dropped down. The Fahi as well was was part of that Liverpool team, so they dropped down a division. Um, won the league quite comprehensively as well. Kiernan actually scored at the weekend, got an assist. Uh, I keep saying this again and again, Martin, I think you kind of agree with me. This is, this is one of the most exciting women's teams I've seen in... A long, long time. I think since the you know the days of Emma Byrne and Goal and that kind of golden generation, this this is a really exciting one. And those three Irish girls are a really key part of that Liverpool team, um, who who will probably do really well, uh, you know, in the in the in the top flight next year. But um no, oh, great think- to see them. Great to see them doing so well and and taking that risk of dropping down a division. And I mean, the likes of Kiernan and Campbell because of their injury issues, it just seemed the natural progression, the right step for them. They were were very important, and the Liverpool captain is Irish, yeah. Nifali, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, she's had a great,
2: she's had an amazing career. She was at Chelsea at one stage, wasn't she, as well? yeah, um, yeah, no, it's fantastic to see absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah, congratulations, ladies. You have deserved it. Right, we're going to talk. Another player who's doing really well. He's actually not dropped down a division, so to speak, but has gone on yonder and got out of England. And that is Mr. Joshua Cullen, lads. Let's take a look at his stats. Mr. Cullen has had a lovely season playing every league game for Anderlecht. Um, Even in the final, oh, cup final last week, he did actually miss his penalty, but he scored his first goal. Now, they yeah. may have lost 3-1, lads, but, you know, it doesn't matter. He scored his first goal. He's doing really well over there, isn't he? Yeah.
1: yeah, it was that kind of, it was that Belgian team that got promoted, didn't they? And now they're top of the league. So it's, it's a, Unusual kind of story that, but no. Ah, Cullen, Cullen's class, isn't he? I mean, I know you're a big fan, Martin. He's just, um, yeah. You know, he's he's going to be huge. I mean, he's already a very important player for us, but he's he's just very different. Like he's just very comfortable on the ball. He can control the tempo and good to see him getting a goal. He's he does. He 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 used to have that ability where he'd I think at Charlton he used to get into the box an awful lot. He'd drive into the box. Where he sits a lot for Ireland, so it's nice to see him getting forward and and kind of getting a bit of a tapping at the weekend. Great player, though. And I mean, he's 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 really taking a gamble there, and it's it's paid off nicely. Do
2: you think there's any chance of him getting a move? Like, would anyone come in yeah. from the Premier League from? Because you the, think about teams who are struggling for yeah. defensive midfielders. I mean, his profile's risen massively.
1: Yeah, I saw something last week that Fulham were looking at him, and now that that was kind of a. I don't know if that was fan content or what it was, but like there, there was talk of Fulham. I don't know who West else though. I mean, West Ham. It's... If if
0: Declan Rice goes, back goes to United, mm, possibly. You
1: never know. Yeah, like Premier League wise, uh, it's difficult to know. Like I mean, we, we we said this a few months ago. We said the form and the stats. Now look, the game. We, we said this off air. The game isn't all about his stats, is it? But the, the statistically, what he's producing. Um, that kind of form would get Premier League attention because I mean the the Belgian league is the pro league like they they export a huge amount of of decent players so you never know but I mean I you know it's where does he go like it's kind of a Southampton or a or a Brighton or something like that that he'd be going
2: to I, yeah I'd, I'd like to see him stay there and and do it again you know do it another season there at that yeah. top level playing all the time I mean that you've got to just admire his kind of fitness and aptitude to that to be able to play week in week out. And, he, you know, he, he hadn't missed a minute. And that's that's really few and far between players who do that now these days. So, you know, for me, probably first name in the team sheet for Ireland, to be honest, because he's probably, he, he's probably just the mainstay in our midfield now, isn't he? He probably got back player. to West Ham and somehow
0: managed to declare for England. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, no, he's a class act. Like, he's really good, uh, really good player. Probably the first name on the team sheet, to be honest. And then our final little is moment, uh, Mr. James McLean. He is injured. He's out for the rest of the season, I believe. But he was included in the League One team of the season. Funny enough, he was down mm-hmm. as a right forward, actually a right winger, uh, with his ten goals and seven assists. To be honest, not really surprised. He he was he was excellent for Wigan. It looked a bit of a doddle for him at times, isn't it? Some some mm-hmm. of the goals he got. he was just running <laughs> it's just running he's, he's, so he's, the, fit, he? he's
1: the he's the fittest player in that league isn't he and, and he's 33 i mean uh, i wouldn't rule him out of the summer games i really wouldn't because it was the same last year wasn't it? he mm. got injured kind of around the same time of the season he came back now look I, oh, I, God, I, his exit. I yeah like i i've made it very clear that i don't think he should be a starter for ireland oh. i think he has a role he certainly has a role to play yeah. i think he's i actually think he's the most improved player under stephen kenny um, but yeah, look, I mean, his his fitness and the way he looks after himself, that was that was very fruitful this season. And, and as well as that, like the, the whole Stoke thing, like Stoke, Michael O'Neill at one stage was playing kind of a diamond, wasn't he? And that, that just didn't suit McLean. So like he, he's gone to Wigan and it's, you know, they kind of play a 4 don't they? And it just suits him a bit better. Like I'd actually, I know this, I might be contradicting myself from a few months ago, but... I think it'd be no harm seeing him play a bit further up for us because he's scoring a lot of goals. Um, now people say it's League One and so on, but I mean, you know, Ogbeni's is playing there. He's he's shown that he can he can do it at an international level. There are I international think, players in League One.
0: Yeah, I think I think there will be games for James McLean to play in a more forward role. You know, we just need that bit of directness. You know, some you know for struggling against uh, a lower team. just it's great delivery. Major...
1: Like we 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 forget how good his delivery. Like the thing is, like his decision making under Stephen Kenny, is much better. It's much safer. I think under uh, Martin O'Neill, you could see that there was very little instruction there. I mean, that, that's that been confirmed by loads of players. Very little instruction. And he was flying into tackles. He was dropping his head and driving and not making any yards. He was, he was brutal under Martin O'Neill. And I know he scored the goal in, in Wales and the goal in Austria. But apart from that, brutal. Where um, under Kenny, Kenny's obviously said, look, you're a good player. You're extremely fit. You've an unbelievable delivery. You're very defensively good. Take a step back, take a breath, and see how you get on, and play things very, very simply. Like if you look at the goal that that Callum Robinson scored in Azerbaijan, that McLean set up. Yeah. Like I think McLean under Martin O'Neill just drives McLean under Kenny. It's the simplest, the simplest of balls. Such a simplistic ball into into Robinson, and then even like I mean, even as, as recently as the Belgian match, he wasn't taken chances on things that he didn't need to he he wasn't picking these incisive balls that he's not capable of making he was holding on to the ball holding on to possession and playing the simple pass and creating more as a result so no he's he's been excellent the last since he's gone to wigan he's he's been excellent since stephen kenny's come in i think he's been excellent and i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of him player wise not personal wise but player wise i'm not a fan of him yeah. but i i think he's been excellent i think he's actually been the most improved player under stephen kenny
2: yep uh w- Anything to down to that, Marshall? Yeah, my thoughts on that. Look, I was just looking out there. He's on 90 caps. We've got four games in June. He's going to be available for all of them um, because yeah. he's just mad and passionate to play for Ireland. Um, I'm, I'm delighted that he got into the, the league team. I think it's fully deserved because we've were doing we been doing our uh, episodes on a Monday and we've been mentioning him all the time with his assists and goals. And fair play to him. He took the risk to, to go down. I think, look, let's be honest, I don't think he would have played in those most recent games unless he'd had that move downwards um, to be getting a run of games with him. He wasn't getting a look in at previous clubs he's been at. So I, I think it's admirable what he did. Um, he's 33 years old, incredible fitness, doesn't drink, I don't believe. So he's going to be around. He's going to hit 100 caps, isn't he? Oh, no easily. bother.
1: No bother to him. But yeah. as I said, like he won't be fully fit in the summer and he'll still play and he'll be yeah. fine. He'll still be available. He'll <laughs> have one leg yeah. he'll still be playing. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, let's move it on to the players not doing so well, should we say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Richard Keogh here, look at the world's most terrified-looking man. Him uh, right. and Phil so, Jones. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, I was going to say something there, I won't. Uh, okay, let's move it on to these lads here. So another player we, we mentioned him last week. Man and I did uh, Liam Scales. He did appear. I didn't. I thought he got missing. To be honest with you, lads, he was on the Celtic bench, but he wasn't used. Uh, since he's joined, he's had five 90-minute appearances. He's featured in the squad for the first time since February. Obviously unused. And his last game was at 2-0 loss against Bodo in February. It's gone very wrong, really, for Liam Scales, hasn't it? I mean, we'll probably move him on to the next level next week because he we probably still won't be playing.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, if he doesn't get any football... I, I think, Martin, you, you said last week, didn't you? Um, he needs to get pre-season, maybe under his belt, but... Mm if he doesn't like
1: it's i th- i think in his defense lads he's played nearly a full year of football because he he was with rovers and then didn't he move in august so he's he's nearly played a full now he's not playing every week obviously but you know he's training at a much higher intensity um at celtic you know and and playing for nearly a year without any preseason because his last preseason was yeah. was the domestic domestic uh football in the league of ireland and like Scales is a guy that I've kept an eye on since Kenny. Kenny name checked him when he got the under twenty one job, and I had no idea who he was. And then I saw him. I saw him a few times at Daily Mail Park. Saw him once in Tolka Park. Uh, I'm afraid to say for UCD. So I I seen him playing. I remember thinking, this guy, this guy's excellent. I think on the one pitch at the same time, um, James Talbot and Liam Scales were there. And within a year, they were both in the Ireland squad. Now they they they've yet to get capped. He's an excellent player. And I actually think any time I've seen him play for Celtic, he was very, very good. Now, he was really, really bad against that Norwegian team. And that's the last game he actually played um, for Celtic, you know. But but he's, like, I mean, he's played a bit of left-back, hasn't he? I think he's like a left-sided centre-half. And, you know, we don't have any left-footed centre-halves, really, do we? Unless you put Ryan Manning in there or unless you get Derek Williams back. So... You know, ho- hopefully it works out. But my my big fear for him and the reality is I think he's going to go down the, the route of a lot of the o- other Irish lads um, at Scott Celtic. Preston. No, I, I actually think he's going to go to another Scottish team. Maybe maybe the likes of Ross County or say Marin or someone. And then, you know, if he doesn't get on well there, it's very hard for him to, to get back. He's an, ex- he's an excellent player, though. He really, really is. But, but, but I think we, but I think.
0: Celtic seems to be a bit of a kryptonite now for Irish players, doesn't it? Like, to... yeah, Nome seems to be doing well there. James yeah, can't get, well, I mean, James McCarthy and can't I play and play I, play and, play
1: and, I and I and I and I don't think for a minute that's down to the club. I actually think it's down to the the players because I mean, Leo O'Connor, I, I don't think he worked hard enough. Jonathan Afolobi hasn't worked hard enough. Like it's plain to see. Luke Connell's probably one of the only ones I think will will come back and actually play. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's doing really now. Look, he's playing fucking Scottish League Two or something. But he's, you know, he's he, apparently he is the standout player in that league, and you know he's played. He's played senior football for Bolton in the Championship. Like he, he, he'll come back, I think. And he's still very young, but mm. yeah, the the thing with Scales, I think the big issue there is that he's played a full year of football. He hasn't really had a break. He's an excellent player. I think. I think he will come back. Okay. And I think. I think Paseneglu, um, the Celtic manager, I think he does. I think he does like him, and I think he does rate him.
2: Yeah, I think it might just be a bit too early for him now. And you've got to remember, like Celtic uh, competing for the title, and and it's. it's... Probably too much of a risk to kind of put him in that's why he's on the bench maybe covering for someone who may be injured in the first team um but yeah like i think if he went down a level um you know it might be a loan move and stuff and i think i think like you said the manager does seem to like him and i think the, the risk would be so like if you let a player go too far like if you let him move on completely to like a english league team um they're kind of away from you a little bit, whereas if he goes away on loan in Scotland, you can kind of keep an eye, kind of pull him back in if you need to, uh, not let a player kind of get away who's, who's actually highly rated. Mm. Um, I think a massive factor as well is obviously playing that that so much football as well. Um and it is it, a step up, let's be honest. So it is a step up from where he was.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Right, let's move on to another one. Festi Eberselli. Now he is moving to a nazi in July. Um but he left out the last couple of squads over his attitude. Uh 33rd appearances for the Rams this season, two goals and one assist. Um obviously a player with a lot of promise. But uh yeah, a bit of a Charlie, you know, if you'd believe what uh Wayne Rooney was saying, a bit of a, a bit of a Billy big, big bollocks going around, doesn't not not giving the you know, not giving the right attitude around by the players. Rooney said, no, nope, don't want you anywhere near. Not a relegate.
2: um <laughs> yeah, not he's a, he's really... he, yeah, he's a young lad, though, isn't he? And he's just had his move. Yeah. And, and you know that that club is a club in turmoil. Um, you know, I, I actually had a lot of admiration for Rooney. You know, he, I see what him, Of course he know, did. He's
0: X-Man United. No, he did. He's viral.
2: No, I just like the, the style of management and, and his approach to it and, you know, pulling everyone together. I mean, that was a, a club who obviously got relegated, but in, like, great adversity, basically, because it was such a mess. And Rooney, I think, will have a great career as a manager. I think it's just something about it. He's a natural competitor, a winner. Um It's interesting, though, you know, that, that you know you've dragged me into Man United now, but like I'd have questions oh, about here we go why, we're, no, but why are we playing players who are who have openly <laughs> said they're leaving? Um, it's naturally going to happen that a player, you know, he's got his big move now. He's got a down tools. He's, this team's going down. He's, he's made the decision. He's got his move. Want to get That's injured, not his fault, that. contractually. Yeah, exactly. Contractually, though, he's no, he's, yeah. he doesn't want to risk anything now. Um, the team are down. It, you know, Derby really wanted them as part of the future. They would have done everything to keep him. Um you know, and we you know, it's just an interesting one from that perspective, I think. And um I, I I'm sad to hear like you know, the man whenever you hear an Ireland player their attitude attitude mm-hmm. questioned, although I'm kind of defending him here and reasons why it's possibly it's happening. Um I don't I I don't like to see that basically. Like
1: he, he mysteriously pulled out of the twenty one squad, didn't he? The Ireland under twenty one squad. So you'd wonder and the thing with them, like lads, I mean, he's full of pace, but Looks like a headless chicken at times. I I think we're getting carried away a bit. Of out of out of all the young lads, carried I, I think. And and Rooney did oh. say about it. Uh, no, everyone, everyone, like no, yeah. look, he's he's going to be a great player. But at the moment, like I mean, I've watched full derby matches, and you know, at times he's he's just completely headless. And it's not saying he's a bad player. Like he's he's raw, and he will. I'm I'm sure when he goes to Italy, which is a bit slower pace, he might get a bit more control to his game, and he might get a bit. Mm more end product um, like I'm not saying he's a bad player just as I said the rawness is there but um, but I think was it Luke Plange that um, Rooney sided. I think he's gone to Crystal Palace and he kind of came back on loan so a similar kind of arrangement to, to what Ebizeli has except he hasn't permanently signed yet and he said that his attitude has been phenomenal and Ebizeli's hasn't been so you know it's it's um, I think that's telling. And I think Rooney really thought highly of him. So I don't think he's going to drop him if if, if that's the case, if, if, if it was the case that he needed him or he felt he wasn't as big as the team.
0: Well, if Wayne Rooney says your attitude is bad, then you must be in trouble. <laughs> uh, let's move on to another one. You're going to love this one, uh, Martin. Uh, cheeky one from me. Roy Keane. Is he going to come back as a manager with Hibernian? of scotland uh his managerial record is sketchy at best yes you heard it here first it is a sketchy managerial record so send all your hate comments my way but you know what actually <laughs> and, and you know I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna start doing a video about this my right to reply at some of the comments I, I get bit of an alan partridge type video you know <laughs> get Do you know right i got slated for being fucking pro roy Keane, anti-roy keen pro mick anti-mick i can't win Um, Anyway, sorry. Uh, I I will. I am going to start calling people out. So, here is his managerial record. One promotion with Sunderland in 2006, 2007. Then he buggered off in 2008. Uh, Then he was Ipswich manager from 2009 to 2011. Said he would get him into the Premier League the following season. He was actually more. He was close to getting him into League One. He has not managed for 11 years. Now, before, Martin, I could see it. I could see the little cogs rolling, you know, how 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 we're going to defend Roy Keane this week. Um just going to answer a question here uh from Paul Colliton, good friend of the podcast. How do you think you guys are how do you think uh how do you guys I can't even read tonight. Uh how do you think Roy Keane will do as manager of Hibs if he gets it. Well, Martin, you're going to think he's going to do a spiffing job, aren't
2: you? Because you love Roy Keane. I don't think he should go anywhere near this at all. Um I think he's better as a pundit. He's going to achieve nothing up there. Um, I don't think anywhere. It's, it's, it's just not even worth entertaining. There's two teams in Scotland, isn't there? And that's it. Um, it's not like he's like... I could understand why Steven Gerrard went to Rangers um, because it was a stepping stone. And that stepping stone is long-term. It's going to be for him to go to Liverpool eventually when Klopp goes. Um, that's, that, I believe, is Liverpool's long-term plan. I don't think that's a stepping stone at Roy Keane's age of 51 now moving to there unless you know he's got to try and do something that only the greatest manager ever was able to achieve so Alex Ferguson I'll get that in um you know by breaking up the old firm and you're not going to do it you're just not going to do it out there so I can't see why it's even an attractive proposition for him to be honest and I, I think he should stick to the punditry he's a lot better for that I, I think you've got to remember as well the time frame on this is um you know, we've got a World Cup year coming on. Roy Keane's gonna be all over the TV on that, isn't he? That's a pundit. Yeah. At the end of the year.
1: So I think as well, like Sean Maloney was very highly rated, wasn't he? Like he Anthony Barry essentially replaced him um at Belgium. And he he was very highly thought of. And you know, he he hasn't I actually think he's done worse than um what's his name? Ross Jack Ross, who was in beforehand. Like I think he was relatively popular with the Hips fans, and I think Maloney, I think the general consensus is that they wanted him to stay on longer. Um, they're very critical of the board for for letting them go so early. So, I mean, if they're impatient with Jack Ross, who had experience up in Scotland and with Sunderland, and in uh, and impatient with Sean Maloney, who's considered a really bright young up and coming coach slash manager, um, they're not going to be very patient with Roy Keane when the inevitable happens, are they?
0: No. Nah. I why? 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 Why are people still talking about him? You know, trying to get to management? Why do people still think he can just, do a good job as a manager? Like,
2: it's just, well, no, I on. think he did do a good job as a manager with the Fairways over the years. But my point is, he's been out of it for ten years. Well, I think as well, it's not as if I, I think if Roy Keane was going for a, a championship or Premier League team, I'd have. It makes some more sense because he's he's doing punditry on them. He's watching their football week in week out. I don't think he's really watching Scottish football to know the players. And especially at that level, who you're going to be bringing in, and it's not going to be the most attractive kind of options to get pull players up there. You're not pulling them up to Selwick and Rangers to play, which Gerard was able to do, and Brendan Rogers was able to do, and Martin O'Neill before him. Um, That's just not happening anymore. Um, So I can't see
0: it. Did you actually think he did a good job at Ipswich?
2: But he didn't. Yeah, look, he didn't do a great job with them. But there was other factors with it. But I think you can you can pull if you pull a comparative uh, manager like Steve Bruce into the equation. How many clubs has he had? He's done a crap job at some, and he's done an incredible job at others. And that's what Roy Keane went. And I think just Roy Keane's personality is so big that Mm. that's what he gets judged on more than anything. You know, we've had lots of managers. who have gone back and forth between journeyman managers and he was never given the opportunity to become a journeyman manager
1: like, like like, what we have to look at as well with Sunderland like Keane this was 2006 and Keane was able to bring in lads that he played with okay. um, and and lads that he trusted like he brought in the likes of Dwight York he brought in some young United lads and you get Johnny Evans when he was quite young so it was lads he played with lads he knew um, from sharing a training pitch with or sharing a football pitch with where he wouldn't have that now. So I think, I think the Sunderland success, a lot of that was having people uh, trustworthy around him where he he wouldn't have that now. Cause he hasn't, mm-hmm. there's no one currently playing at the moment, probably apart from Cristiano Ronaldo that he's actually yeah. play with. And he's not going that. to hips.
2: Yeah. I listened to a fantastic podcast recently talking about management
1: Green Machine. Oh, that's
2: exactly yeah yeah um, no but you know what I mean it's worth listening back to that to see how good he actually was under Sunderland especially um, and it hasn't worked out for him as assistant with other clubs and stuff but you know like there's some people now would call for Roy Keane just because his brutal honesty with Man United and as a pundit um, you know they're calling for him to be involved at Man United because sadly well some players have to be kind of ruled by fear ultimately. Mm -hmm. um these big prima donna footballers on massive money they don't they're not respecting you know interim managers and things like that so um if roy Keane was standing watching your training sessions you're going to be playing you're going to lift your level up and that is something that irish players who played with him or grew up watching him all said when roy Keane was watching our game went up a level that's just what he inspired
0: that didn't didn't last too long though did martin just ask John. Paul, know, <laughs> yeah, but look, look. Time will uh, say, and in time,
2: we'll so we'll look back, and you know, Roy Keane. Often, I, I know. I you you set me up as the biggest defender, Roy Keane. But look, well, Keane you set yourself very, very, up, pal. Oh, he's very, very. Yeah, Keane,
1: well, about Keane, Keane, Williams, Keane, Keane wasn't back wrong, back about, Keane was wrong about. Keane wasn't wrong about him. Arthur. Where's Arthur now? Bluffers and stuff. The he's, conference. I mean, look, yeah, I also said
0: Keith Andrews is a bullshitter.
2: Yeah, but I think that, that you've got to read into some of that kind of stuff that it's um uh you know that's kind of quips and stuff. And he's probably had a row with Keith Andrews over a, a period and, and they just don't let things go, do they? That's all it is. Mm. Um it's a bit of fun, really. But you know, um you know, he, he you, you hear like players like Sastamilla villa players who were there when he was the assistant and saying how he ranted for a solid hour at them and things like that. that that's bit but he could rightly turn around and say, um, you know, they, they weren't performing. They, he was calling them out. And then none of them went on and shocked him and proved him any different. Um, and that's what he used to get a lot of. It was, I'm going to prove you wrong, basically, when he was yeah, questioned. And, and different people this day, era, they can't do that. No, it's a different era, though, isn't it? Like, that, that's,
0: that's the problem. Like, his, his way of, management, of managing was, was flickering out in 2006. You know, it was a ninety style of manager. I don't know, but it is though.
2: I don't think it's totally redundant that if you think about it. Really? like the likes of, I don't no, think it it's is. Not. I, it's not. If you like, is if a you place, look at like, incredibly talented players, you think of like the yeah. likes of Phil 90s. Phil Voden. No, if you think of like the likes of Phil Boden when he's mm. pissing around and he's, uh, and even Sterling. Thinking back to Brendan Rodgers calling him out of Liverpool one stage, you know they they've been questioned openly. They've been dropped by their managers. They've had to come back and prove their managers wrong and play. And if you want to play in my team, you've, you've got to play at that level and, and be professional. And that's what Roy Keane's called people out over the years on. That's even yeah. with the punditry, though. You see him doing his little quips and his like little wry smile sometimes when someone idiotic says something in the punditry and he thinks... What the
1: fuck is Normally Jamie that? Redknapp.
2: It is that, yeah. <laughs> they, like yeah. He, he will call out a bluffer, I think.
1: Yeah, he's a low of time uh, for bullshit, yeah.
0: I think Roy needs to stay in, in the TV show. I think he's at a top-level club anyway um, where he wants to be. Even in the top three tiers of English football, I think his style of management is passe, to say the least. I think it was gone. It was going out in 2006. I mean, like all the stories you hear about him, you know, player. you have to love players. I, I know it makes me sick sometimes when you see how some of these guys go on. Like me just looking at United, that annoys me even <laughs> although i do find it hilarious um what, what's going on there with all the players but you, you've got to find a way to make them work you know you got to you got to love them they've got to feel loved it's just the way that the game is and he just he just can't do it his man management is terrible i think the problem with roy from what i got with him was that he'll slate you if you're shit like fergie would but he doesn't give you any credit when you do well I think that's the problem. And I think Kenny Cunningham actually touched on that, didn't he, and off the ball, when he said that, you know, he'd never give you words for, like, he'd give you a little words for encouragement, but he'd never give you praise. He'd give you the odd, when he'd give you that odd, that tiny bit of praise, you felt 10 feet tall. And he, and he actually said that if he only gave you that little bit of praise, because his word meant so much, his opinion, mate, meant so much. And I'm not putting that down at all. I do think that's quite true um, of Roy Keane. Um, but if he just knew how to give that little bit of praise, he, and that is where he falls down as a manager for me. Yeah,
2: but I think I think though, like I've read enough stories and, and well, read enough things, heard enough things of how he was with youngsters at Man United and even some of the Irish lads that he who yeah. came through underage didn't make it. He did have that kind of simple, well, like you know, that apathy for them and and, and looking out yeah, for them, and he did have a that word though. for them. No, I know, but I think he... Kevin Kevin
1: Kevin Grogan was on with us um, just after Christmas, and and he said the exact same. He said he was... I mean young dubliner at the time and he kind of said well roy Keane was very supportive of him and he stood up from when nicky Butt was taking the piss out of him and stuff like yeah. that so he very very supportive towards towards young lads he yeah, takes an interest
0: in but as a manager that's that's my problem like you read the stories like i'll put the ta- ca- tactics board up and he kicks it you know <laughs> do you, not, do you not? <laughs> two
2: yeah, the, down. we've had that before we've at we've had that with stan when he's kicking water bottles in germany and stuff that's just immaturity in a way and and
0: don't get me on a bit of a show um
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, look, uh, yeah, I can't see it happening yeah. there. Um, no. But, you know, I don't think it's all over. And I, I think, actually, I think he is a possible uh, mm. player, Roy Keane, in the Man United Legends game against Liverpool, which is in about Jeez. a month's time, I think.
1: Hopefully Jamie Redner's playing and that
2: that could be interesting because i yeah McAteer. i've heard from someone uh, that he he might be planning that and it's because alex folks is not managing you know <laughs> basically i'd say so, would you reckon if you're
0: yeah. playing that <laughs> you can see oh, how well, well maceteer with well
2: McAteer, the legend of liverpool
0: mm. well unfortunately a lot of the legends for liverpool probably couldn't play 90 minutes at the <laughs> term <laughs>
2: It's That's true. Pretty, like, yeah. yeah, it's true. There's no one who did anything even have the other ages. Kenny
0: Doug Leash, like, 70, 71, isn't he? You know, Ronnie Whelan. Uh all these lads are like nearly 60. So you, you'd have to give it a few years' time anyway. When um it'd
2: be interesting though. McAtee did play in that game because yeah, him. for uh, yeah. sure.
0: Uh, but he always plays those legend games, doesn't he? Anyway, we we better move on, lads. We've got another <laughs> 15 minutes to go or so. So let's move on to the more severe part of a boys and green. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who don't know the that I think bit US, bit. Yeah. The USA ninety four um, when Mexico got the second goal right, lads. We'll skip through this a little bit. Um, so the oh, no section is basically some of our players that weren't aren't doing particularly well, or in this particular case, actually somebody who was left out of something that you know maybe was very unfortunate to be left out. Anyway, let's have a look at it. Gavin Bazunu. Twenty years of uh, twenty years old this season. Had seventeen clean sheets in forty-four games, and he missed out on the League One team of the season. That's because the lads, um, I think it was Cooper, yeah, uh, yeah, Plymouth yeah, from Cooper, Plymouth. Yeah. yeah, he had eighteen clean sheets in league games. Uh, Buzunu, in total, had seventeen, sixteen in the league, one, and think in the FA Cup,
1: and played um, in World Cup qualifiers for Harland. <laughs> you know, it's just.
0: Yeah, it's a bit crazy, oh, that. Strange, uh, yeah. Strange. I think he, I think he's unlucky there, uh, to be honest. Gavin, he's been phenomenal. We can't show you the highlights because Sky, as I said, rubbed my arse with a spoon.
2: So, um, Is that uh, team, though, picked by players within the league or not? Or is it the EFL votes or whatever way? It I think is
0: it's the players, isn't it? They normally. Well, that's PFA, isn't it? I, I don't know. I'm not sure, but like,
2: yeah, it, it, it was disappointing that he's not not got that. Um, you know, he's getting a lot of praise, obviously, for when we, we talk him up every week. Yeah. Rightly so. He's though. our player of the year. Yeah, he conducts yeah. himself really well, as we know. Incredible yeah. talent, and yeah, you know, like we've seen in the last few weeks, even in other games, like club games, how important the goalkeeper is. And we're in a good position, really, really good position to have three fantastic goalkeepers. I think mean, coming forward.
0: Yeah, H- hold the fort, lads. Very important message just come through here. We will get to your messages, by the way, folks. Uh, <laughs> do keep them coming in. Kieran Boyle, hey lads, 34 Celsius here this afternoon, Florida, two things, get rid of Umbro, to jays us out of it, Uh, Steph Steph making a bollocks and goals means Gab will be up to pecking order, um, fairly rapid, yes he will, Kieran, thank you very much, and I agree with you, get rid of Umbro the fuck, Adidas, all the way baby, Um, hope you're doing well over there. Yeah, um, I mean, I think they, they were saying that last week, weren't they? After you made an absolute bollocks of the Man uh, United game, or right, the Liverpool semi final, they wanted to get him back. Bethune. You never see him make a mistake. What <laughs> well, let's just move on. Uh, this one isn't so much players doing badly, it's more just a situation. Let's have a look. So, Callum Robinson and Daryl Shea, and probably Jason Malumby, if he does sign permanently, are staying in the championship. It's been confirmed they missed a 96-minute penalty, I think it was, or 98-minute yeah. penalty. They had a very slim chance, anyway, uh, of getting a, a, a playoff place, but they are confirmed to be in the championship. That's very disappointing against West Brom. Normally, yeah. the yo-yo club.
1: It's uh, big, big, Roberts- big volume of Irish lads. Um, and look, they they look fairly they look fairly good at the start of the season. Like Robinson apparently like, haven't um haven't watched West Brom in a few weeks now, but apparently he's mm. been awful. Um has been pretty poor as well, from what I've heard. The the best uh player that was remotely gonna play for Ireland was um Taylor Gardner Hickman. Apparently he's been excellent, but doesn't qualify for us anymore. And Daryl Shea's only back from injury and um you know, has has looked a little raw at times. So yeah, it's really disappointing, and and sadly the the Irish lads there are reflecting their form and their position.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. It's a Oof. shame. It's a shame they haven't come up. Um, but you know, I think for Daroche, Shea, it's not a bad thing that he's going to be in the championship, get a run of season games. Again, very firmly in the thinking of Stephen Kenny, he brought him into the last squad, but he's probably not hundred percent fit so he's definitely one that we want to see playing week in week out Robinson's a bit different I think if Robinson had gone up to the Premier League um with West Brom I I could have seen Daroche actually playing Robinson would have been in and out of that team wouldn't wouldn't have been playing enough um they would have brought someone probably because that's where I think he is in that level of the Championship and um a little bit like you know everyone raving about Mitrovic now to be fair to him he's adapted his game and changed a lot but you know he's coming up into the Premier League now with Fulham um And you know, it's it's an interesting development not, with
1: that. It's not a bad place to be the championship. Like it's no, it's, it's packed with inter it's it's one of the best yeah. leagues in Europe and people is, forget yeah. that because it because it's a second tier, but it's packed with internationals. I mean most teams, half their team or ha- most teams in the championship, half their starting team would will probably have um international players in there.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh West Brom started really well and their season ended flatter than a plate full of piss. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and another. Now speaking, actually, <laughs> of, of a season <laughs> that's flatter than a pl- uh, plate full of piss. Jamie McGrath. <laughs> oh yeah Wigan, poor Jamie. Joined in January, has played a total of sixty-nine minutes of league football, and it's not fe- featured the last four squads. Was the darling of the Ireland squad. He had a great game in Faro. Was Faro yeah. as Portugal? Yeah, he was excellent. Hasn't really done it since then, but everyone seems to think he has. That is just what happens in football. You have one great game and everyone thinks you're a superstar. Uh,
1: look, we, we've we spoken about this loads, lads. And, and before he went to Wigan, like, I think it was after the Serbia game. And I think we were all kind of saying, we were like, Jesus, McGrath really struggled there and he went missing. And he, he just wasn't reading the game whatsoever. And people were going nuts. You know, people were saying, oh, this guy's excellent. And this guy's kind of the missing link. And it was like... He's done really well for St. Mirren, scored a lot of penalties for St. Mirren last season. Now, he was good, like a very, very dynamic player, Um, you know, and did, did very, very well. But, I mean, this season, he was injured, I think, at the start of the season or for a portion of the season. And Conor Ronan came in and absolutely blitzed him. And we had, and we have that tweet from the St. Mirren fan last month. And he was basically saying how Ronan is head and shoulders above McGrath. And he was getting linked to Aberdeen. And he was getting linked to Watford ages ago. And people were saying, oh, he should be going to Watford. He should be going to the Premier League. And it's like, no, we have to. Sometimes we had to take the green tinted of glasses off and kind of say, no, this lad is very, very average. He did very well against Portugal. I don't think he was superb by any means. But but he held his own, considering it was his debut, wasn't it, his international debut. And he uh, yeah. got into decent positions. And then the the next few games he played, I thought he was very poor. Like, I thought he just went missing. I thought he had no reading of the game. I thought he'd no control in the final third, um, and then people were wondering why he wasn't getting linked with a team higher than Aberdeen. Um, went to Wigan. To be honest, I thought that was an excellent move. I actually thought it was a better move than he. He wanted to he hit the ground done.
0: running, as he said. Yeah, he hit the and, ground. And, all right.
1: And I think, look, th- whatever injury issues he's had um, mm. ha- have been, you know, I think they have been a cause for some of the, the lack of game time. But as well as that, I honestly think he's just been showing up to be very average. And the thing is. He's twenty. I think he's twenty six. So he's not like you know. He's not a youngster, yeah. and like he could do really well. Like if Wigan go up and he gets a run of games, like well, though, I, I know, I know, I'm talking, I know, I'm talking very critically of him. Like I, I'd love nothing more than to be proven wrong and for him to be to turn out to be an absolutely excellent player. Like that's that's fine. I, I, I can live with that because it's going to benefit the the team I support. But the reality is, he was never going to a team like Watford. He was never going to the Premier League and, and isn't good enough at this stage. I think Wigan I, I, do, I do think he would have gotten into that team I, I thought when he went to Wigan he would have made the starting team but you have to remember Will Keane is playing in that number 10 role for them and he's 20 something goals this season well, so that's another that's another factor that has to be thrown in yeah. but but I honestly think he's just been showing up
0: Okay, well next season I mean Wigan are pretty much guaranteed unless a miracle happens, to are guaranteed championship football so it should be McLean uh Keen
1: and uh Jamie Brown, you never know. He might get a goal in the championship. He no could, you know. like he, he he could, look, and as yeah. I'm being very critical, but I think it's just a realistic um analysis of him. But look, okay. he, he he could have a great free season and kick well, off. Super.
0: Right, lads, let's move this on. We got about five minutes left and we've got a few things to get through. Just very quickly some questions here. Paul Culleton, also any word on John Delaney and the FAI reports and investigation to have gone quiet over the last little while. Uh it would be great show to have the lads from Champagne Football on would be, but I think uh, <laughs> I think we need to I think we need to get a little bit a bit, bit more in a big tiny to get those lads on. I am in the book by the way, so Paul, if you want me to sign it for you, just send it over. <laughs> um, no, I don't think very quickly. Lads, don't think this would be nice. Anybody. John, reading is there.
1: Just pops it's. Up very, it's, it's, all, it's uh, I think there's a lot of um, embargoes and different bits and pieces going on there. So yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure. Suze there's just for mentioning them. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's things in the pipeline, but probably a lot of them are very hush hush from a legal perspective at the moment. I'd, I'd imagine. I don't know.
0: Fair enough, uh, Paul. Again, uh, how good do you think Nathan Collins will be? I think he could play Champions League football in a few years. He
1: could. Class um, player. Yeah, class player. Just, just needs to keep going the way he's going. Where doesn't he? Yeah. Needs to get the head down, not get distracted. Mm. Um. There, there's there's a certain type of young lad and a certain type of young player like Bazunu. there's a certain polish in him you can see how driven he is and you can see how good he wants to be and you can see that with Collins it's so plain to see you can see it years ago when he was playing for the 17s in the Euros yeah. you can see that he's just a different type different type of mindset compared to what we've had over the last couple of decades so I, I think he will be a re- I think him and Bezunu will actually end up playing in the Champions League in the next 10 years or so Fair enough uh, Van Maguire
0: Martin, you can answer this one. What do you think about Adam Ida as a player?
2: Yeah, I like him. I, I do like him. I think he played really well tonight in Portugal. Um, he needs to get fit now and get a good preseason under his belt with Norwich. Um, again, like I said with Callum Robinson, it's not going to do him any harm them going down. He's no. He's got to start now every week for them, um, get a good run of games. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's exciting, actually, that we're going to see him. We know that Stephen Kenny likes him. Um, He gives us a different option up front, um, which could could benefit us in June. I'm not sure when he is back, Um, but, you know, you might see Callum Robertson on the left, which some people think is his best position. Um, So, yeah, I think it's all very, very positive with him. Um, But he's got to start scoring goals um, because that's what a forward's got to do ultimately.
0: Fair enough. forrest got to score goals. Is that your uh, Oh, no. I'm just saying, Like, that, you know, I've, I've, I've told you
2: before, I've, I've given it very clearly on this. I think sometimes we we rewrite history. Um, John Walters scored a lot of goals later on, but he was a workhorse for us. Uh, David McGoldrick as well hadn't scored mm-hmm. for a long, long time with us. And everyone raves now and wanted him back in the team. It's actually, like I said, rewriting history. They weren't prolific. Daryl Murphy's another example of it. Um, and we we got to get away from that now. And we, it, you, Shane you, Long. you're playing up front, yeah. But Shane Long, I think, was a bit more prolific, wasn't he? I, I think he was uh,
0: the goal yeah. every year. Seven years. <laughs> every, well,
2: seven no, years. I think no, yeah. not like I think he went on a run, didn't he? Though, and stuff, and and and, and, and look, if you look back at our centre forwards, it's interesting. You know, like I think we've we've done different episodes of different campaigns. And Simon Cox come off after scoring a friendly, and to be honest with you, for him, that was enough to actually say. I can't. I'm. I'm definitely going to the Euros now in 2012. Yeah. That's because we have so few and far between players who can actually score goals, and that's why Adam either has to start doing that uh, when he is playing. I know. Yeah, I know you took the piss out of me for saying that's what fool has got to do, but we are playing different football now. Uh, I, I did not. I, I, I do not take the piss, my
0: dear. <laughs> dare you, sir? Right. Let's move it. on. we have got a comment coming in there. Um, don't forget. Uh the bold Bernie yeah. Slaven, yes. Ireland's first e- first ever Premier League goal scorer was Bernie Slaven, wasn't it? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I That's a
2: great, yeah, great hub quiz. That. I see he met Eric yeah. Cantona the other day. So quite impressive. With did actually, no, 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 yeah. Eric
0: Cantona Met, met Aaron, Bernie Slaven. Yeah. There we are. <laughs> right, lads. We're gonna move this on. We're running a little bit over time. Let's have a look. Do keep your comments coming in, by the way, folks. We will get to them. Social media watch, Lance. Let's have a little look here. Uh, I like to scroll through Twitter and see who's blocked me this week. (laughs) (laughs) I won't even mention who it was. um, But if you're watching, you know who you are. And I don't know why why. I don't know why you did it, because I do share a lot of the stuff, but I always screenshot (sighs) it so you know where it's from and why you'd have a problem with that. I do not know, but whatever. As I've,
1: so I you, I, 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 I've you blocked as well,
0: Dave, to be fair. Well, that's I'll definitely definitely blocked him now. That's probably the wise one. Well, anyway, Let's have a look at a, a, a page that hasn't blocked me yet, anyway. Because <laughs> I always share it anyway. This was funny, lads. Ross Tierney scoring for... This is from Irish Propaganda. Ross Tierney scoring for Motherwell versus Rangers today and then giving it to the Rangers supporters. What a man. <laughs> I love it. He's got a little tricolor and shamrock. Sorry, that's just for audio listeners. Um, It didn't last, though, did it? Lost 4-1. Was it 4-1 he lost or 3-1? Yeah,
1: 3 or 4-1, yeah. yeah, yeah. fuck it.
0: It was, it was good. It was good shit. Irish Propaganda, do give him a follow. They they are pretty good. Although he was a bit cheeky, and he did take one of my, pic- my pictures uh, <laughs> about...
1: Why was I that, sure the Henri one? Yeah, yeah,
0: right. I mean, I take your stuff, but I do. See? You see, lads? See the way it's got? Irish propaganda on it. See the way you see where <laughs> it goes? So you can turn around and go, oh, that's a nice tweet. I might go onto that page, and I might actually follow them, because I saw it on Landstone Road. See? Yeah.
2: We love everybody. We share the love.
0: We actually do. We actually do. And I'm, 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 while we're at it, uh, we have a new Instagram um in part of the Irish Social Media Brotherhood. See, here at on Green Machine and Lands and Roll, we're not afraid of other people, and we do want to <laughs> help other people develop. And that's Ireland's Zone. They're on Instagram. Give them a follow. Actually, very slick graphics. Uh, very nice. I'm a yeah, excellent. Guy. Very yeah.
1: impressed. Very impressed with them. Like they've, they've only just gotten gone, and they're, they're excellent. Right. Steady really on the good. fucking praise, Nick. <laughs> Steady <laughs> on the praise, right? right.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, look at that. That is a gorgeous shot of Lands of of. Uh, <laughs> the Beaver Stadium there. Beautiful photography, just uh, putting it out there. Um And also That's another cool. uh, page that does share a lot of my stuff, and I haven't blocked them. <laughs> Funny. Um <laughs> Is Irish Football Retweets. Give them a follow-over there. Irish F-Ball Tweet. Um, actually very handy because they basically retweet Excellent. everything. So Excellent, if you yeah. want to go to one place to get your stuff, Irish I Football like, tweets. I do like
2: that there. Just flick that back up again if you can. I like that. That's the, the famous shot of the 10 players, isn't it? Yep. Missing. Yeah, missing. fan it's of 30.
0: the podcast and pages, subsequent pages, missing. He was getting his, What was he going to the toilet? <laughs> what, was he, what was he doing? Get oh, it was the socks, wasn't he? He was putting the socks on or something.
1: We'll, yeah. we'll ask him. <laughs> We'll ask him.
0: We'll ask him. We'll, we'll actually get him on uh, one stage. But yeah, so give those guys a follow. That is Ireland Zone. Follow, just literally type in Ireland Zone on your Instagram. Give them a follow there. They're up and coming. Uh, the more people involved and interested in Irish football, the better for everybody. We're not afraid of competition. It is a brotherhood, an Irish football tweet, you see. And uh, also give Irish propaganda a follow there as well before they block me and then I curse them <laughs> out. That. Um, right, actually, that's what what's the point in this? Oh, yes, here we are. So, uh, Paddy Kenny, um, probably this is probably one of his most uh, <laughs> this is probably one of his most legible fucking tweets, uh, that he comes out with. But anyway, let's have a look at it. Paddy Kenny, do not get in the way of this man and pizza, let me tell you. So, Paddy Kenny the other night was not oh. happy with Domino's. Here he is. Ordered my girl some cookies from Domino's UK at Bramley. Um, we're nearly two hours waiting. Lied about someone being out twice. Now when, they're all, now when we're all sat in the house, uh, borderline going down and kicking off. Hashtag Domino's are a wank. <laughs> I tell you, let's be honest, right? We're having a laugh here, but let's be honest. We've all been there yeah 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 <laughs> there hangry
1: right? hangry Paddy Kenny
0: yeah. yeah I mean you do not get in, 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 in shame yeah just don't get in, in that man's way when it comes to pizza or food um, fucking
2: wouldn't it be talent. brilliant if Domino's UK had a new manager called Stephen Staunton that's why I didn't get him <laughs> a delivered <That'd> brilliant
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep Although, probably, how is Stan doing? it? He probably, no, I I was going to say something that I won't. (laughs) No, you're banned, you're banned. Yeah, I'll be shot in a thing. Well, that's actually one more bit of uh, uh, business to take care of. You want to talk us through this, Martin? Our friends at Calpa. Not Calpa, for Calpa. 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 (laughs) No!
2: This is uh, the Confederation of Republican Mm -hmm. Violence Soccer Supporters Club. Crisc. And it's their, they've after a number of years break, uh, they're back with the Chris Cup. Uh, so all the supporters clubs um, around Ireland have been invited to put a team into that and all around uh, Europe as well. So um, so that's taking place on Saturday the of April up in uh, Port Leash Leisure Centre. And then there's a there's a uh, social event afterwards where Jack Byrne is the uh, guest of honour um, and the band Catalpa
1: are Catalpa. performing.
2: Uh, with that so uh the fai president jerry mckinane will be there willow Callahan is the mc on the night usually very good nights with with chris uh, we've had Stephen kenny at events in the past so um richard Dunn over the years as well so yeah brilliant to see chris getting back up and running um with this they do a lot of um the proceeds from these events go towards charities and stuff like that so uh yeah if you want to get yourself along there um to the social as well you're more than welcome to attend
0: yeah they're very good actually their events went to that one in um 2019 yes i was part of risk london london we didn't, yeah we did you didn't know who
1: i was i went there
2: i, 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 I like heard you just i
1: i heard you caught eyes from opposite that ends of really the room and, and the sexual tension was something to behold
2: Sweet. our eyes locked on our with our mutual admiration for Noel Mooney in the middle between us. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, and, and just, just... <laughs> yeah. No, just to be honest, um, fitting that we remember that event 2019 where one of the guests was uh the late great alan mclaughlin yeah would have been 55 this week just just passed a few days ago um lovely geez, what a legend he was i mean think about it and and what i thought was lovely on twitter i mean but let's be honest we're all on social media we've been talking about different accounts but you know i've seen stuff from his daughters and stuff posting things up it's lovely that the irish football um i was going to say football family that's a phrase used by our former ceo <laughs> um, but, you know, it's lovely to see Irish fans remembering uh, Alan and what he brought, the great joy he brought to us, I think, over the years, especially that night in uh, in like, 93. Amazing. 993? Four. Four. Yeah, four.
1: That was three, wasn't it? 93. Yeah,
2: yeah, November. I said 93 first. No, yeah, I have me questioning it. You said ninety four. I said ninety three. Listen back. I said ninety three. I, I am going to listen back. You fucking can listen back. Send you know, your I hate tweets can't. to ninety three to get us to ninety four. Like, but if you listen back, I did say ninety three originally. Me. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm block me like
0: some other pages do. <laughs> <I> haven't <laughs> fucking god, like, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. listen back, and and if I will listen back, and if I'm wrong. I'll say nothing. I'll quietly drop it like <laughs> this would be doing on my page Ooh, you, didn't, you didn't explain what happened with Alvin Gerhard than Roy Keane. Well, if you read the fucking post, never got back to me. Oh, yeah, said that I shouldn't be talking about Roy Keane because he, cause it was an incident that happened in this Man United uh, kit, not in an Ireland kit because we're called Landstown Road. Shame
1: on you, Dave. Shame on it's you. Sort- I know, right? It's
0: the sort
2: of shit you got to put up with, man.
0: Seriously. So um, we can't talk uh, about
2: any player like Gam we can't tell any any player for their club form. No. <laughs> It'd be a very
0: short podcast, wouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we are running a bit over it, lads. We're gonna get we're gonna wrap it up like a Christmas, like a yeah, like a Christmas present. <laughs> in April. <laughs> oh fucking punchy. Right. Let's get into it. This week back in the day. And this week, back in the day, we're going to talk about... We're not going to talk, actually. We're just going to play it, really, aren't we? Uh, the clip we've got for you this week, folks, is going to be Ireland-Portugal from 1995 when we beat them 1-0 at lanzarote This was the last great performance uh, under Jack Charlton. It all went a little bit sideways. Martin, obviously, you were around for that. Nick, you were a dribble down your daddy's leg. Um, Get that image. Fixed into your mind there. Um do you remember this match, Martin? Did you get to see this? Was this I, I, saw, on t- I saw it on the TV, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: wasn't it, but yeah, we, yeah, we battered him, didn't it. we? Yeah. yeah. Who's the long haired Kuto.
0: If you if you talk to if you talk to Aldo, it's Kunto. Yeah, he yeah, spattered him, it. didn't he? He gave him fucking all I should have put that picture up. Bollocks. Yeah. Next, next week, I will. I'll put that picture up of him, giving him all that. Anyway, here it is. Um, guys, after this, we're going to go straight on to the off. Thank you very much uh, for your contribution, Nick. Good to have you back. Uh, thank you at home for uh, watching us again and tuning in and your comments. Um, just remember, you can follow us on the Facebook page, lanserrote.ie, the GM podcast. You can go to uh, the GM Green Machine uh, podcast website at com. You can get all of our con- all of our content. I can't speak tonight. Sorry, lads. You can get all of our content on there, all of our podcast, our manager episodes, the whole lot. You, you'll even get an audio version of this if you want to fall asleep listening to my dulcet tones. <laughs> and as always, remember, do not use ghostgate.com because they <laughs> are bastards. I'm not leaving that go. I'm an Irishman. I'm driven by two things, alcohol and spite, and I don't drink anymore. So there you are. <laughs> right, lads, we're gonna go into it. Um just a couple of lovely comments coming in there. Billy Young, thanks, guys. And uh, Jerry Hackett. Well done, lads. Well, thank you guys Is for Jerry, watching. my cousin
2: Jerry there.
0: We thank you very much, guys, for watching. We're gonna leave you with um it wasn't really a John Aldrich girl. was it? It was um what was his name? The, the goalie. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck it. By,
1: by, uh, yeah. Victor
0: Bayer. <laughs> Victor, Baya. B- Victor yeah. Baya. Didn't have a C. Couldn't afford to see. <laughs> there you go, lads. We're going to uh, leave you with this one. We'll see you next week. Same time again, 9.15. And, yeah. Come on, you boys in green.
2: Here's <laughs> Stolten. Forward again for Quinn. Costa out of the middle, slid through beautiful
0: still Steve Stolten